I'm Sydney. And I'm Ashley. And this is How to Deal. A conversation about love, life, and everything in between. We are wheeling and dealing and navigating poorly how how to deal. deal. I come in here here's where I'm getting canceled so everybody write this down and make sure to quote me on this but like (laughs) I can to a degree separate the art from the artist oh you know no one likes this yeah yeah, when I say this yeah because this is not the correct thing to say this is not right but I I don't hold anybody to a stand an insane standard of perfection I think again all I ever ask for is new let's have a nuanced conversation did Willie, did Woody Allen make incredible and important films? Absolutely. Absolutely. You watch a fucking Woody Allen film. You, you, you like Woody Allen? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to admit it on the podcast. Well, I mean, I have seen his films. Yes. You've seen his films, yeah. right? There's just something about him. Yeah, they're great. I mean, incredible script. Like, they're kind of all the same thing. But like... I mean, for the time, for the time, like, that really changed the game. I mean, 20th century, you think about film, you think about Woody Allen. Okay? 21st century, you think about Woody Allen, you go, oh, fucking creep. I'm not denying it. I'm not, I'm not a fucking Woody Allen apologist by any stretch of the imagination, but does him being a creep, being a predator, preying upon his adopted daughter and perhaps even his stepdaughter, does that negate the work that he created? And, and are, do we have to, are we as a culture supposed to not enjoy a Woody Allen film when it comes on, when Manhattan comes on, when that opening scene of Manhattan comes on, well, I think that's, it's black and white. That's what's it's difficult. Gershwin. Gershwin's playing. Oh yeah. Dun, dun, it's dun, amazing. Dun, 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 but I think that's what's so difficult because it's like, we as a culture are supposed to say, Oh no, we right. would never. Well now it's poisoned. And and I feel that way sometimes. Yeah. I do sometimes like my favorite band, of course, brand new had quite a big scandal in 2017 when their latest album came out. And like, of course comes out. Oh, Oh, an indie rock guy was a creep to women. Shock Shocking. of the fucking century. Right. Yeah. But it really put a bad taste in my mouth about their music for a long time. And now I'm like, damn, can I listen to this and enjoy it in the same way? Maybe not. But like, am I not allowed to enjoy a thing that someone right. made? Right. Do we, do we expect perfection from, everybody well i think the whole nuance of that conversation is like perfection versus like someone actually praying or someone abusing was or someone harming was someone else but does me not listening to a brand new album unharm the person who well, was i harmed? think that is what is difficult and i in th- like i mean in the case with like michael jackson a lot of people are like we're just we're not going to play the music anymore because then if it's not being played or like what's the Dude's money dead what's the money situation Dude's dead what's the money situation he doesn't benefit the He's state dead. benefits yeah well that's vague right his kids have to pay for him being a creep forever well that's other thing you know too. that's right? other thing too yeah so so everybody associated with this man is now a shitbag who knew and helped and whatever you know what i mean like i just and i think it's different for every particular case i will say that like i think there's no broad blanket statement we can make here and like no, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't about go anything. so far as you to do about, that do that about anything but like i mean you know i love kanye Mm-hmm. You know, I love Kanye and I've been a Kanye apologist and I, I'm, I won't be a Kanye apologist right now, but what I will say is he said it himself, name one genius that ain't crazy. Oh, we expect like, again, the mo- one of the most prolific producers, rappers, songwriters of our time 
okay who has done who has created music that is just unlike any like defined yeah defined a genre. An, an entire yeah for, for the entire oh, for the rest oh, of time yeah oh, he's mentally ill and he says weird shit well i guess put him in prison i don't know also i just i'm really i would love <laughs> i love the white women specifically who hate on kanye i just want you to quit if you're a white lady specifically and you're very comfortable with latching on to kanye hate i just want you to think about where that might come from the vitriol that you are quick to assign to kanye the way that you are quick to write him off as a crazy person and as a bad person i would love for you to examine that see where you see where you wind up see if there's some internalized stuff happening there that's all i'm gonna say this is, this is gonna be a tough episode for a lot of people oh i know yeah but this is the one this is the one i'm just like baiting everybody to like hate me <laughs> yeah. i don't care though actually no i mean i think all of these love are... and light you can disagree with me that's the thing about me too this is no you're totally allowed you can that's absolutely totally disagree fine. with me i'm i'm allowed to have my opinions and maybe some of them are wrong and i would love to hear someone tell me how wrong i am but also um i know a lot about kanye i also um like you're not gonna get into a facts match with me about things that Kanye has said. Well, that's said. what's interesting about the whole, this entire argument in general, is that there are facts about an individual that can be brought up. Yeah. But the thing that you're probably arguing with the most is feelings about those facts. Totally. And you can't argue feelings. No. You can't. No. So, like, you feel a way, I feel a way, mm -hmm. and we're never going to be able to reconcile the way that we both feel about that. Sure. The facts are on the table, yep. and how we feel about those facts may be different. Beautiful. And so, like, period. period. Sorry. And that's why I think I don't get into a lot of arguments. <laughs> because, because I'm like, you feel that way. There. Okay. Like, I can't talk to you about it. I, I can't. I cannot go back and forth about this you do not you. enjoy. You do not enjoy debate. You do not enjoy No, I think it's debate. a waste of time. You hate it. But I'm so happy that you found Kyle. <laughs> because if you put Kyle me loves if you put me and uh, Kyle in a room, just two oh history God. girlies. Well, I think that's a different type of debate. And I know nothing about history, so I can't argue anything because I don't know what happened Fair. or what informed anything else. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah. So like if it's a current thing that we can argue about, yeah. like I'll we can set a fact straight, I think, I think, but I still will not be arguing with you about your feelings. I think I love that. I love that you said that. And I think that where I, where I get frustrated as a person is that like, I always want like, and I won't go, I won't be like oh, double the advocate. Cause like, I'm not a white man, but like, I want us to be able as a, like, I want us to be able to have conversations with people that we do not agree with where they make their points and I make my points and no one is right or wrong where like many different shades of opinion can exist. Now here's opinions that can't exist. You can't question people's humanity. You can't, yeah. you know what I mean? You can't, um, you can't be causing harm yeah. with your opinion. Yeah, for you sure. Can't, for you sure. can't, you know, I'm not like, that's why I'm saying like, I, I think there's a nuanced conversation to be had about Kanye. Do I believe that black people have been hurt by things that Kanye has said? Maybe some of them feel hurt by that. Who am I to argue with that? Mm -hmm. I'm not anybody to argue with that, but I am saying, let's talk about blackness. Let's talk about mental illness. Let's talk about art. Let's talk about who benefits, who benefits from people thinking Kanye is crazy. Just want to know. I always come back to that. Any, anytime I hear anything, anytime anything is told to me, any fact, any data set, any statistic, I go, hmm, 
who benefits? If you can follow the thread of who benefits from us thinking a certain way, you might find yourself learning some things. You know what I mean? You might, again, let's take it back to the Bud Light. You know what I mean? Who benefits from people buying it and then destroying it? (laughs) Right. Like who, 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 well, who benefits from people thinking that Bud Light aligns with one side or the other? Like who actually benefits? Same thing with politics. It's like, who benefits from us as a country being divided by left, right, uh, you know, the left, the right, conservative, democratic, like who benefits from splitting us down the middle and making us fight each other? Yeah. The rich who are not stressed at all about politics. That's all I'm going to say. I would also like to not be stressed at all about politics. I would like to talk about them all. I'd like to, I'd like to move on to lighter subject matter and I'd like to talk about them all. Can we talk about the mall? Tell me about the mall. I was shocked that the Galleria existed. Because to me, I'm like, malls are closing across the country. Like, that's my narrative about malls. I, I, like, said is, mall is scary and, like, seems like it's dying every day. Like, that's okay. what Ma- I am. Mallory and I, Mallory and I had a big chat when we saw your stories about the Galleria. Because Mallory and I both grew up in Baton Rouge. We have the Mall of Louisiana. Yeah, very large. We have, I mean, it's... We grew up in a super fancy mall, and then I moved to New Orleans. And I was like, Lakeside. Yeah, our mall is shitty as fuck. Holy shit! It's like it's also never been good. You know what no, I mean? It's, it's not never like it had good. a good. It wasn't like it a had good carpeting. Mall. Oh god. Yeah. I grew up in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I grew up in suburbia. You know what suburbia has? Malls. Malls. Good malls. And so, as a child, where was I? every weekend with my friends i mean we went to the mall y'all were at lakeside yeah well it's, di- it's well, different lakeside, wait it's not lakeside which mall? clearview clearview has the movie theater yeah everybody was at clearview no clearview is worse no it's worse but it has more things it's got the target it had the semolinas see that's what's so interesting is that the clearview mall is not a mall to me it's a target it's a target and it has a zia's <laughs> and it has a movie theater and it's the mall nightmare. is it's lakeside mall yeah the mall is lakeside mall to be fair yeah it's Here's the thing, though. I, as a suburban Baton Rouge child with no entertainment other than consumerism, baby, we were I knew all at the baby, Abercrombie and Fitch. Baby, I knew all about malls. I was, I wanted, I wanted to go to the Mall of America more than anything. Number one, I, my parents, when we went to the Grand Canyon, I was ten. One, our flight on the way home had us in Houston for a night. Oh my God, you went to the Galleria. We went to the Galleria How because I begged. I was ten. Oh my god! Actually, all I thought about was going to the Galleria. It's it was huge for me. I didn't even know what the Galleria was until like a year ago. You weren't a mall kid. You were you not were a mall stalking kid. Other malls around the world. Yeah, you know why? I wanted to go to the Galleria. The Galleria had a Delia's. Oh yeah. And me that getting the sense. catalogs, getting the catalogs. Right, right. I was like, "Where's their Delia's?" And there wasn't any in Louisiana. The closest one was the Galleria. The Galleria. And oh my and, god, so you went to Delia's? Oh, I went to Delia's. How was it? Oh my god, to be 10 at Delia's. I honestly don't oh. know. We did a branding project one time oh. and it had some like flowers in it or yeah. whatever, and they were like, This reminds me of Delia's. And I was like, I wish I could. You have no grasp, I have no, no grasp. concept. <laughs> I know. Well, you were probably too cool for Delia's also, but like, no, I think I was a little too young. You were a little too young. You well, by the time. I was limited 10. Two. How old was I when I was 10? It was 2002. It was limited to for it, me. Yeah, it was pa- Delia's was past its prime yeah. at this point. Delia's was over and done with. But I, I because I was like a weird, different girl, I loved Delia's. Limited to was a little too mainstream for me That's personally. That's all we had at the Lakeside Mall. But when I was older, I, we somehow were 
flying through Texas or driving through Houston or whatever again. And this time, what did I want to go to? The Urban Outfitters. Because this was before Urban Outfitters had a store in Louisiana at all. Mm. There was not one in New Orleans and there was not one in Baton Rouge. So my first. You knew about all the stores. Yeah. Wow. I was and back then you weren't shopping online. Like I think I went to Urban for the first time and I was a teenager. I must have been like 13 or 14. But again, it was in Houston. And this was the era of graphic tees. All Urban Outfitters was was graphic tees. We there was nothing in the store oh other God. than graphic tees. Oh, and jelly shoes. Shut the fuck. It was like in so we're back. 2007, 2008, huge, huge. Yeah. But I love, I love that you went to a Galleria. I oh, love, it was amazing. I'm, I'd go right now, right now. I'd it love to go. It was so like I arrived. So I like came. This is I've I want to go on a Houston trip. I have with you. learned we will go because I have to go for my work now and. That's why I was there and my boss was meeting me, but she wasn't getting in until 11. And I found that kind of surprising because she was like in the, in the AM, but I thought that was surprising because she usually, you know, is an early gal. Um, and my flight was like 7 AM to get there by nine. So I was like, okay, but then I had to check into the hotel and I'm an idiot. This is me. I'm just feel like I knew whatever you're about to say. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing in this. (laughs) I'm learning a lot in this role, but I fly in. I'm like, cool. Catch the early flight. No big deal. Get to the hotel. I'm so ex- I'm exhausted. Oh, you can't I'm check like, in. I'm gonna have an hour in my bed. I'm gonna Let take this call. Am I no, right? I can't fucking check can't in. Can't check in. No. Three o'clock, baby. Yeah. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> so I'm like, cool. Now, now I'm so stuck here like, for hours. I, I'm like in my, a all terrible my outfit. Yeah. I realized that I didn't bring anything correctly. I like packed totally incorrectly. It's so hot in Houston. It's dry and terrible. I have no summer dresses, and I'm like, I don't even have summer dresses. Period. Yeah. And I'm like. Oh my God, like, what am I going to do? And I rem- remembered my friend Trish got a bunch of like really great breezy dresses from Zara. And I was like, Zara, oh the mall. God. I got to go to a mall. I got to go to a mall. So I just threw my shit down, took a call, ate a, ate a fucking salad, went to the mall. And I drive, I don't even know about the Galleria. People talk about the Galleria. I'm like, whatever. I like pull up to the fucking West End. He took me to the West End entrance. So I entered like the hotel side. I'm like, I don't even know where I'm going. Where the fuck? But I walk in and I'm like, wait oh oh luxury okay. and i like go and i get to the zara and I'm it's bare. gilded i feel like it's gilded oh, it's in there gi- and give well, us a physical description well, so like i walk it's kind of normal when i walk in but yeah. i'm like this seems fancy uh-huh. like the floors are nice the walls are nice there's two stories already okay i like find the zara oh my god because lakeside doesn't have two stories no oh my god mall of louisiana does right that's all my only context I'm for spoiled. the two stories I'm spoiled so i'm like malls. oh they already have two stories like oh kind of like the mall <laughs> So, so I just like meander in and I go into the Zara and I like get my dresses and it's great and I feel really good. And then I'm going to go find like, you know, the J crew or whatever, cause I want to buy a bag and I walk out and then I walk down one of the little corridors and I just start to see like Aritzia, yeah. Prada, yeah. like Gucci. all of Gucci, like all of the designer stores. And I'm like, what? Balenciaga. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. And then it opens up. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you get like the skylight and then there's a downstairs beneath me that didn't even know existed. And people are eating at the thing. And, like, Did you all see the people, skating rink? Yeah. It was being repaired. And yeah. I was like, what the fuck is that? And then someone had to tell me that it was a skating rink. And yeah. I was like, what the shit? And so uh, I went to the Gucci store. I went to all the stores and I pretended like I could buy shit and I couldn't. But I was like, oh, my God. Did and you let the sales people like razz, give you the old razz? Oh, yeah. And, and I was like, I'm here with Soho House. And um, oh my you know, God. What do you what do you what do you think's going on in town this weekend? And everyone's like a soccer game. And I was 
was like, fuck, I'm <laughs> in the wrong, wrong audience. to me at all. Um, yeah, but it was like a very magical, I felt very wealthy. I've never felt more wealthy in my life, even though I just, also I didn't even realize this is the best part about it. I was leaving, I got an Uber. I wish I didn't because I'm looking at the fucking Neiman Marcus bag uh, miles, area. Miles. And it's like, everything is 75% off. Oh baby. Simon Miller bag. Mm. fucking chloe bags i was like are you joking no, you literally this need is multiple days for that hundred dollars yeah. and i could own this fucking cool rad bag you need to you need to go you need to have two days to like really why eat. am i not shopping the neiman marcus sale i don't know what you're doing i'm not shopping you're not shopping no it's shocking to me for someone who loves clothes so much that you just really because don't i would have no money i can't always, be into it every time i'm like i'm at the mall you make fun of me <laughs> And you're like, you're always at the mall. And I'm like, you are yeah. always at the mall. I love the mall. I just feel like I've been resisting it for so long because I didn't want to support like big box shit. And I wasn't like a that girly. And I no, was like, she wants trying- to get into debt at fucking Ghani and spend $300 on a fucking stupid <laughs> pair of pants instead of going to fucking <laughs> Dillard's like the rest of us. I barely shop from Ghani. Barely. I bought like three things from Ghani. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But oh, I designer. Never, I never No, I never did. It's like. I would go to the one place and I stopped like resale the real real when I was in New York, but I like never did any of that shit. You know, like I buy from the thrift store or like the one time I'll go to the Elizabeth Chronicles. Do you, I hear, the panic? Local. Do you hear the fucking panic in her voice? Well, I'm panicking because I'm like, oh my God, I've missed out on so much shit. Ashley. The jeans, the jeans. Ashley. From free people have Ashley. changed my life. I bought a pair of jeans and, and here's the thing. I mean, this is old. This is old. We've talked about this in season one. Either one of us. If, if a pair of jeans works for Ashley, it's going to work for me. Yeah. If a pair of jeans works for me, it's going to work for Ashley. It's the only way. We are this not the, the same basis size. of our friendship. We are the same shape. <laughs> there is a lot of ass cheek between these two people. There's a lot of ass cheek sitting on this bench right now. I don't know how it's supporting us. I don't, I don't know how it's not cr- crushed under the weight of our juicy ass cheeks. Okay. But I bought a pair of jeans from fucking free people that were so good. And I'm off denim. I should be clear. These are like baggy, like they're good. They're they have like a sailor leg. They have like a sailor's tie the, the for grommets, the waist. Grommets in the waist. Which is why they were cool. It's why they were. They're a cool patchy pant. You got the denim version. I got the black version. We're cool. It really changed my life. But you got to, you go to the store, you put things, you, tr- you pull things into the dressing room. You put them on your body. First of all, there's me, suburban BR girly. Okay. There is no, that is Nirvana to me, to me. Let me, let me paint you a picture. Okay. Let me paint for you my ideal day because about once a month, I must go to the mall. It's, it's not my choice. It's like, I have some kind of internal circadian rhythm that like it happens like, once ding, a month. Ding, ding. Mall. A timer goes off and it's like, we must go to the mall. Weird. We must go to the mall. And it's not about anything that I need because you can't go to the mall needing anything. No, that's, that's problem. Why, number that's one. why I get stressed. Nope. Nope. You can't go. Oh, I need a pair of black pants. I'm going to go to the mall. No, that's why. How bold of you to think that you're going to go to the mall or and you find have to what go you need. for the exact thing that you saw if Once it says before. it's in store. Yep. yep. And you got to go get it and Correct. try all the sizes on. That's all you can do. Yeah. No, going to the mall for me is a holy experience because I have to be alone, first of all. Oh, you, you, rule number you one you cannot go to the mall with someone else. You cannot mm. go to the mall with someone else. Or if else. you go to the mall with someone else, you have to shake hands in the entrance Bye. and say, it was so great to see you. We'll, we'll meet back up here in two hours. Maybe. Or four. You may not find me again. I enter the mall. Here's the thing about the mall. You enter the mall thinking to yourself, I know myself. I'm dressed in an outfit I'm happy with. I like my life. Okay. 
I, I'm okay. With, I'm okay oh, no. with the state of things. You go to one store, you go, everything I own must be thrown away. You go into one store and if they're doing it right, if they're doing the, which they should be, which they should be, you walk into the made well and you go, everything in my life is wrong. Everything in my life is wrong. I could be this girl. I could be Ugh, just wanted to be Ugh. another girl. I could be, I could be like prairie the dresses, denim jackets. Of another girl. I could be the girl in the Steve Madden, like platform pink pumps. Like I could, all the girls that I could be are at the mall and I meet them all. I meet oh my God, them are we all. gonna cry? I meet them all at the mall. I'm in the mall. And look, and look, I'm walking and I'm in the air conditioning. I'm walking, I'm power walking, power walking, power walking, power walking. Yeah, okay. Just put those little Bali weights on, you know? Oh, fuck yeah. Follow or whatever. Plowing. Where's my first stop? It's Annie Ann's pretzels. <laughs> that is not <laughs> That is not what I was gonna say. Wait, oh. we have to tell the people that you worked at the cookie place. I did used to work at Great American Cookies. In the mall. In the mall of Louisiana. Yeah. The upstairs location, because there were two locations. Two completely different stores. There was an upstairs and a downstairs. Did they connect at all in the POS no. on the back end? Nope. That's totally, different. totally different. Oh totally different. Totally different owners. Totally different systems. Which was quite confusing when someone would buy a cake from one store and, and then they'd come the upstairs way. and be like, I'm getting my cake. And we're like, that's downstairs. Also, ironically, mm, ironically is not the right word, but hysterically, the downstairs Great American Cookies was like the dregs of humanity. It was like the like ugliest weirdest little people it was like there was it was like they were like the mole people of the mall like it was like upstairs we were like all like 16 year old like cute girls but the downstairs one the vibe was very different very the downstairs vibe period at the mall of louisiana is just really off like the the downstairs period you don't you don't go downstairs you don't go down there i mean the carousel's upstairs so don't forget (laughs) the carousel the carousel's upstairs oh my god I got to get my Annie Ann's pretzel. Now in the mall of Louisiana, there's pretzel time. And yeah, pretzel time is privately owned. It's not a chain. It's a local place. Mom and pop pretzel store in the mall. That's the best pretzel you're ever going to have in your fucking life. Oh my God. But I'll settle for an Annie Ann's when I'm at Lakeside because again, Lakeside. Lakeside. Yeah. Got to get my pretzel. That's where I start. Greasy fingered, shoving. What do I get? Original, salted, nothing to dip it in. I want it dry and buttery down my throat. Once I finish... Hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer. Okay, I continue. I'm hitting Madewell first. I'm hitting Steve Madden. Okay, you're going from I'm the hitting, food court. I'm going from the food court. Oh, yeah. oh, well, I park at Macy's. Yeah, and then I go through Macy's. That's okay. the answer. Okay, Macy's shoes section. Everything's on sale, baby. Everything's sixty five percent off all the time. Start there. Get yourself some shoes. Are they of the season? No, no. It's but if June. You need you're that buying pumps. Boots. You're if buying you need boots. that pump. No problem. No problem. They've got you. Then I'm hitting Forever 21. I'm 30. I can't fit into anything there anymore. I can't. You have to go in though. I'm going in and you know what I'm buying? I'm buying stupid shit in there that I don't need, which is what the, the point of the mall is. I go to Hollister just for the thrill, just for the thrill, just to be in the dark air conditioned environment of Hollister, looking at these teenagers and going, you don't scare me anymore. <laughs> I'm 30 now and I'm a, I'm a grown up and you're not going to make me feel bad about myself, Hollister or Abercrombie. Just to show them who you've become. Just to you be just like, walk I'm in an adult go, now. Whatever. <laughs> I'm going to buy this? Maybe. I can afford it now. My mom's not, my mom's not telling me I can buy oh, one you're here tank on top your daddy's year. money? No, baby. Oh, you're 16. You can't bully me because I'm an adult. Okay? So I'm, I'm, I'm moving on through. I'm moving on through. Do you go to the J Crew? Not in the mall, no. Oh, my God. They've been really doing it these days. Ever since 
Olympia Marie. Ever since we lost an alliance from J. Crew. Olympia Marie, dude. I'm out. No, I have to show you Olympia I gotta Marie. I got to come back in? Yeah. Olympia right. Marie is the new, it's the, the new Jen Lyons protege. Okay. I'm sorry she's not gay. Well, you know, for a while, Madewell and J. Crew were really appealing to the lesbian soccer moms. They're not anymore, so mm-hmm. I'm not there. But, you know, midway through the mall, I might stop and get a Starbucks. I might. Re-up. But you know where I'm finishing? You know where I'm ending every mall trip? Dillard's. No. Where? Great American cookies. Because <laughs> I need a sweet treat. Because by the time I've walked the whole mall, my blood sugar is low. Yeah. I'm also dehydrated and I'm exhausted. It's like there's no exhaustion like the overstimulation of the mall. Every single store in the mall. Every single store in the mall. I'm going to Great American cookies. I'm getting the buy five, get one free. I'm getting a sugar cookie, a peanut butter cookie, an oatmeal cookie, a chewy chocolate supreme. And sometimes I'll just get an extra one of any of those. Sometimes they have a specialty cookie. I might even get a slice of cookie cake. Holy shit. I might get all of it. You know why? Because I'm a fucking adult and I can. Nothing like conquering the mall as an adult. And I've spent I've spent a few hundred dollars. I have eaten things that are terrible for me. I feel like shit now. Okay? But I'm transformed every time. That is church to me. That is therapy. What is who's the girl that leaves the mall? Oh, she has Oh, I mean, she she believes anything is possible. She's got several new um, tank tops from Zara. They're all a little too cropped, but she she doesn't know that yet. She won't know that until she gets home and tries on all her pants and realizes that they're too short. She has three new pairs of shoes from Dillard's. She doesn't know quite how she's going to integrate them into her wardrobe, but the, it's it's the promise. You know what I mean? It's like you you and then and then is there anything that is just more exhilarating than having all the bags, all the bags? Trying to carry all of the bags, oh, like just you know like power walking. Carrie Bradshaw vibes. Carrie Bradshaw like bags, boxes. You're you're strutting through the fucking mall, and and mind you, like Lakeside ain't it. But I would love nothing more than to strut through the mall with you at the Galleria in Houston. And you know what? Can you imagine? And me and Mallory talk about this all the time. Don't even get me fucking started on Christmas time at the mall. Huge tree. Are you kidding me? Nothing is, nothing feels like the holidays to me more than the mall. Than a two-story tree. Oh my, a two-story tree. Santa's there. Christmas music blasting. 3,000 people. Everybody's in a sweater. You're sweating. Your mom's screaming at you. Like it just, it brings back that so many, Christmas. that's Christmas. Like Christmas at the mall is my idea of Christmas. Did you ever have to perform at the mall? I did perform. I was in a fashion show <laughs> at the mall. Oh, you didn't uh, carol at the mall? No, no. You weren't required to sing with your choir in high school at the mall? No. At the Lakeside Mall? Mm-mm. Interesting. Why don't you spin us that yarn? What was that, that was like? literally it. That's it. You're in a terrible dress. Where at? Like I can't even. I'm imagining. They the put mall. the stage by the J Crew, in oh, that in area front, in the front. Yeah. Oh wow. And we're just singing. No one asked for that. No one wanted it. No one wanted. No it. one wants it. All the older people stop. They're like, oh my god. Oh, also old people at the mall. I love old people at the in mall. In their sneakers, getting their fitness, getting their walk on, getting their brisk walk. That's what my mom does. Everyone's at the mall. Melissa's at the mall. The mall is where we see democracy happen. There are teenagers trying to get fingered. There are grandparents trying to get their pump in. There's moms with three little kids. They're, it's in the summer. They've got nothing better to do. They're trying to enter, entertain them fucks. I'm, I'm in the Sephora. I'm getting a mascara. We're all at the mall. We're all at the mall. But what do you think about the mall dying? It's devastating to me. But like, I also kind of like love a like dead mall. I love a dead mall. 
But do you think, because a lot of malls have been like reimagined as other types Let's of spaces. Let's reimagine it. Let's reimagine the mall. I mean, we talk about as a culture, the importance of the third space. Have you heard of this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Not home, not work. We need third spaces. We don't have any. And we can't have them all be bars. No, they can't. Well, they can't be places where you have to spend money. Yeah. Now the mall, you're thinking Sydney, it's a mall, but you don't have to spend money at the mall. You could try on all the clothes yeah. and if you didn't care at all, you could just leave. And that's why teenagers, like there's no spaces for teenagers. There's no spaces to like be a person and like to have like intergenerational mingling. Like we don't have that anymore. But again, there's kids at the mall. There's teens at the mall. There's me at the mall. There's uh, old people at the mall. Like everyone's at the mall. I love the mall. There's especially when there's food and there's restaurants at the mall. Yeah. When it's nice. When it's nice. There's a great restaurant outside the Galleria that we'll go to when we go to the Galleria. Oh. For me growing up, um, we before there was the Mall of Louisiana, there was the Mall of Cortana. And if you Cortana, oh my god. This is a real deep cut. And if you know about Cortana Mall, like we fuck with you. We fuck with you. I fuck heavy with oh you. Oh my god. In fact, text me right now and um tell me that you want to go to Cortana Mall with me. Now it's nothing but it's, airbrush t shirts. I was about to say, I was like, what's empty. even in the Cortana Mall? It's literally like real estate offices. Yeah, I thought it was totally empty. It's mostly empty. I went there recently. Well, I say recently. This must have been like 2019, 2020. So still recently. I think it's been turned into an Amazon facility now. That makes sense. It's huge. It, it's, it's huge. It's huge. But this was the mall of my childhood. They had a Piccadilly in there, bitch. Piccadilly. And, you, and I recall the strongest memories of my childhood are going to that mall, going to the Piccadilly in that mall, and then saying, you'd have to answer smoking or non because this oh my god i know you're young i don't know if you remember no, that. that was i mean that never happened in my piccadilly smoking or non and then they would move you and i remember one time there was no seat so we were like i guess smoking and then we all just suffered through everybody smoking around us while eating our like piccadilly what was your piccadilly piccadilly order fried catfish fried catfish every time mac and cheese mac and cheese jello absolutely jello absolutely jello. absolutely jello red jello if they had fried okra i was getting that mm. love a fried okra and they also used to have I, important childhood memory. I did lose a tooth in a Piccadilly um, dinner roll. Oh once. yeah, they were like intense. Bit into it, lost the tooth in the roll. Think oh, I might have no. swallowed it. <gasps> Don't know. Oh, but no. tooth was no longer there once. I, I also loved their moose. We're talking. Can moose. I tell you about Piccadillys? My favorite. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like feverish. I'm so excited that we're talking about Piccadilly. Ashley, I love cheesecake. My favorite cheesecake of all time. Is that Piccadilly? It's Piccadilly's cheesecake. That's insane. That's the most insane thing I've ever heard. I know. I know. What I'm, are you talking about? Okay. 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 Do, Why? Do you like cheesecake? Do you no, like cheesecake? No, but Kyle asked for cheesecake. You need to talk to Kyle about this because oh. he literally, he's three years old. He's asking for cheesecake. I love cheesecake. But here's the thing. I don't like the super dense cheesecake. Oh, you need like a flaky little. But I don't like it too fluffy either, baby. Mm. You can't. So, so some people go, oh, so you like the whipped version? Mm-mm. I like Piccadilly's version, and Piccadilly's version, it's like you know, I don't. I want my fork. Here's what I want. I want no resistance on the fork. None. Most cheesecakes that you're getting hard. Yeah, you have to like. You have to kind of like. You have to kind of fight for it. Yeah. The other version is like the jello packet kind where like it's literally like it's a mousse almost. It's like cheesecake, right. but it's like a mousse. No, not one, not the other. Piccadilly's is right in the fucking middle. It has some layer of what I'm imagining is whipped cream on top, but don't think like big piled whipped cream. Think like thin, like thin yeah, layer. Yeah, I remember what it looks like. Cream. I remember. And then it's got a cherry mm-hmm. with like a cherry like syrup on top. I can take or leave that. I don't need the shit on there. 
I'm there for that texture of cheesecake. That's wild. And and as a person who loves to bake, I have never attempted it. I don't know what they're doing to it to get it to that fluffy point that isn't dense but isn't whipped. We gotta go. I love Piccadilly. We gotta go to Piccadilly. Is there a Piccadilly in New Orleans? Yeah, dude. Where? That's our Piccadilly. It's in Metairie. Oh, that's well, that's Metairie. That's Metairie. That's where we went after church. Every Sunday we right, go to Piccadilly after church. We were at Piccadilly after church family. Piccadilly after church family. Was there a fountain that you threw your pennies in? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. If if you weren't fed a steady diet of Piccadilly as a child, I I'm don't concerned know about you. you. I don't know yeah. you. I don't know you. We don't get each other. I don't fucking like, get we you. We will not be able to understand each other. The the seeing every single person you know in the longest line of your life to go through the humiliation the of the buffet the humiliation of being humiliating in line. humiliating or when you like go see a friend and then you come back in line and like the old person gets really mad at you but you're like this is my mom but don't be mad <laughs> piccadilly was a restaurant the carpeting carpeting and booths bitch mm, we never sat at a booth i want a booth i well y'all had a big family we had you know yeah it we had to push all the us. tables together it was so dramatic it was just was three so of dramatic. us yeah. david sharon and me oh at the piccadilly wiggling into the booth that's the really piccadilly. cute actually it was cute and then you was an only child and i'm just like so excited that you're so excited about cheesecake at piccadilly <laughs> oh <laughs> to be an only child is such a weird experience because it's just you and like, third wheeling your parents yeah you're just your parents are just time. looking at you and they're like this little fuck they can't not hang out with you. There's no one else for you to, and they, they can't not entertain you because you don't have a buddy. Yeah. So it's just like adults entertaining a child, mm. which is why I'm like this. Yeah. I, th- because I've never had a child conversation. Like I'm, I've always been the kid talking to the adults, but yeah. I feel like you were that kid too. No, totally. You weren't like, like I was at, I remember my friend, my, my childhood friend, Mallory Botts. God, I hope she ever listens to this. <laughs> I hope she hears this. Her parents, um, oh, her parents were so fun. Miss Bonnie was her mom and Mr. Hunter was her dad. And they had this fabulous Christmas party every year. Mm. And they were parents who had friends. And my parents did not have friends. Yeah, so like yeah, yeah. I lived vicariously through this. And all the adults would be like, you know, fucked up in the living room, drunk. The kids we'd be like playing, I don't know, Mario Kart or like on yeah, in the other you know, room or on MySpace in the other room, like whatever, like depending on what year it was. And I I just have so many fond memories of like being a child among children but also then i would get bored with the kids yeah you'd go be like what's up mr they'd be grant playing, yeah they'd yeah. be playing gamecube and then the next thing you know i'm at the kitchen island with carol susan and kathy carol's divorce literally being like how's it going babe that was me how's the alimony you doing okay are you holding, how are you holding up how are the kids i'm eight mm-hmm. you know totally and they they would say things like oh you're so precocious but there'd be times i'd be hitting them with really strong advice you know, I'd be like, you've got to get out of here. You've got to leave him. You're better than that. You deserve more. There's than nothing that. more embarrassing than thinking about to like 13 year old me giving or like 12 year old me oh. giving like the 18 year old girl that would be sitting in my back. It was like, I think about some things and I'm like, what was you my had life? You some fucking gall. Like, there was like an 18 year old girl sitting on the chase lounge in my backyard and like I'm in the other one, but I'm sitting up and she's telling me about her boyfriend that sucks. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why are you in this? And I'm like 12. We've always like, been this way. What? Here's the thing about you too. I would like us to all remember Stephanie Myers. How could we forget? And, and how could we forget? And <laughs> like the all da- like again, I, I come back to this. I told someone this story recently about you. 
I don't remember who it did was. Did we say this on the last It might have been season? Johnny. It might have been. I think we did. Okay. It might have been Johnny and Molly. But to to <laughs> please, can I please? Yeah, tell us. I'm gonna give I the really one sentence version. Already, okay. Ashley at age eleven. Eleven. Kindly and generously was writing um, lots of Twilight fan fiction, mm-hmm. and generously emailed author Stephanie Myers. Myers or Meyer? I don't know. Either way, um, emailed her, slid that across her desk. Just one of Ashley's. Um, I wrote the fourth, the fifth book of Twilight. Ashley wrote the fifth book of Twilight. She she emailed Stephanie Meyer her eleven year old manuscript and was like, "Take it. it. This is for you. I did this for you. You feel free to use it. No need to credit me. Just here's what it needs Give to be. Give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. And like that was Ashley as a child. Like, but like." I can't wrap my head around and it's so natural. Like you're looking at me, you're like, I don't even know what's weird about that. It's not even weird. It's not even weird for you. Like you're just like, yeah, that's just how I've been my whole life. Yeah, but for me, it's I'm very like, embarrassing. Actually. It's no, 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 no. Because what it says to me is like, I'm like, oh my God, like what a healthy self-esteem you had as a child. Like literally, like your your parents, I mean, I'm sure they did a lot wrong, but they did a lot right. Like you believe you so believed in yourself and your talents and your ability that you at eleven were like, I absolutely am qualified and able to write a book send it to a published author funny is that i don't she should publish it i don't think that i think about things the way that people think about things because you in your mind are like you wrote a book and you were so confident in the fact that you could write this book that you like sent it to someone and and like we're like maybe she'll publish it that was not my thought process at all (laughs) what was the thought process i was like oh my god i really love this story i'm just gonna write like i'm just writing fan fiction so i just like wrote the fifth book and it was like as many pages as a book so writing a book to me was just like oh i like wrote all this stuff and like it's a book and then i was like what am i gonna do with it nothing it's twilight so i'm just gonna send it to her if she wants it cool if she thinks it's dumb she won't publish it and i had no feelings about it at all whatsoever and i didn't tell anybody that i did it either No, but that's but that is like that's my you've just you've made the point for me okay meaning you don't think about it that much yeah no i you, but it's that's not that this, i'm not trying to suggest that you're going oh i'm so confident i think they're gonna publish this book. but yeah but it doesn't but it doesn't seem out of the realm of possibility to you well nothing's out of the realm of possibility for anyone that i don't have <laughs> that internal belief structure at all at all i mean my parents were like you're not going to college for music so I think that there was re- rational and reality like no, surrounding you, no, me. No, 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 there wasn't. Point. No, there wasn't. There wasn't. You know how I know that? Because you were allowed to quit things. I was allowed to quit things. And that is why you are, that is the best and worst thing about you also. Yeah. You were allowed to quit. If you were, if you were allowed to quit things, A, that means you're a quitter now. Totally. Sorry. But B, like, I appreciate that your parents did that because that meant that you could actually pursue the things that interested you that you wanted to pursue. I took piano for three years. Do you want to know how long I wanted to take piano for? One day. Zero years. <laughs> Zero years. But my parents wouldn't let me quit. Ballet. I did it for 12 years. Did you like ballet? I actually did. Yeah. I actually quit for a year and then went back to it because I missed it so much. Well, I think that's... I, I do wish my parents did not let me quit so much. But they let me quit after a decade. <laughs> how... This is what's difficult. Uh-huh. And I don't know the answer to this. Mm-hmm. Kids should be allowed to quit shit that they don't have an interest in. Agree. When do you, how can you gauge that level of interest? My mom did this very smart thing where I wanted to play guitar Mm -hmm. and she was like, I'm not buying you a fucking guitar. That's expensive. So you're going to borrow your youth leader's guitar 
and you're going to, he's going to teach you. Mm-hmm. And then if you do this for long enough and you still like it and you're still doing it after like X amount of months, we will buy you a guitar. That was a really start, like reasonable. very smart mm-hmm. strategy. And I stuck with that. Well, Melissa's reasonable. Melissa's smart. But I was like, that's interesting that I stuck with that mm-hmm. and I had lessons for it, but they were individual lessons. Mm. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Ballet. Not doing it. Not individual. No tap when you move on like it's no. like i need to move at my own pace right yeah. so like i think that's you don't like being held back that's what's difficult about group. group classes yeah. and kids in general it's like mm. no one is getting taught the way that they need to learn so you may think that someone's really bad at something or they're jerking or they're off in bored class or it. what the fuck yeah. ever and it's like may- maybe they are bored i wish that my my parent what would have been reasonable would would be them to have said okay well we've already paid for this year right of you to do piano you're gonna finish the year yeah and that's it no David Blanchard got it in his head. He read that something. That you're going to like be he, a pianist? Oh, well, no. He read something that said that kids who played piano are better at math. Oh, God. Oh, God. So this was an attempt to get my math scores up. Let did me it work? Clear. No. <laughs> you know what else he did? He put me in math summer camp. Ugh. You know what's not fun for a kid who just got out of school? To spend the summer doing fucking math camp. That sucks. That sucks. They tormented me. They tormented me. They. My parents also wanted me to collect uh skills like a fucking pokemon like they made me do gymnastics i was terrible at it they made me do horseback riding loved that but i did get kicked off the horse but i love horses to this day put me with the horses oh my god your girl's into it i did piano i did uh fucking choir. i also did choir can i sing no that's hilarious no i cannot i did theater i did i mean as a kid i did drama i was in the nutcracker not to brag oh my god i was a lamb so i've done it all and then I did math camp. I did like, I, oh, I was in a fucking camp. I was in a camp. David and Sharon, again, you, send her off. They were only again, child. Send only child. her off. Socialize her. I feel like we're not dealing with her in the summer. Mm-hmm. Someone's got to fucking deal with this kid. Yeah. They sent me to day camp at my school, which was not summer camp. I begged to go to summer camp. I begged to go to summer camp. They sent me to day camp. Okay. Yeah. Our parents aren't paying for us to go to fucking summer camp. David and Sharon said, uh, no, no. Mm-mm. So, you might be asking yourself, Sydney, what did summer camp look like in Baton Rouge, Louisiana at your middle school? I'm here to tell you. We'd get there at six in the morning. You know, some some unreasonable, ungodly hour. It's so early. It's the summer. It's the summer. I wanted to be just exist. No. I'm at the crack of dawn. I'm up. I'm doing. We get there. We eat breakfast there. They've got those little cute little boxes of cereal. Little uh, boxes of milk. That's for breakfast. If it's a rainy day, if it's inclement weather, we're inside all day playing board games that's all there was that's all there was guess who life monopoly. sorry monopoly and there was respect with monopoly. is that why you like board games so much yeah i mean i had to yeah what choice did i have oh my god i hate a board game now our activities outside of the school were once a week we'd go to the bowling alley fun or the local swimming hole by which I mean a the random, YMCA? yeah, yeah. Like it was like, like literally just nothing else. It was like some random pool that had like concessions. Oh my God. And like they would, you know, and then in the afternoon they'd take us home and we'd be exhausted. And then we would have bean bags and we'd put the bean bags in this like other little like ante room and we'd watch a movie until our parents came and picked us up. Wow. Stimulating. Every day. Every day. 
every day. I think I actually begged for it though. I think I wanted to do well, it. Well, that's so structured and routine. Yeah. I'm sure you loved it. I think I did love it. I loved the cereal. Yeah. I loved the pool. I loved the bowling alley. The bowling alley had the best chicken tenders I've ever had in my life to this day. I think have about we them. talked about bagged milk? I don't think you and I have, but I'd love to get into it. Did you ever have bagged milk? Yeah. It's all our cafeteria has. It's all our cafeteria. Pouches. Where did the pouched milk go? And why did we have the pouched milk in the first place? Also, did your cafeteria ever have a very large stoplight in it? I'm sorry, what? What do you mean a stoplight? Our cafeteria had a very large stoplight in it. I guess it was custom made. I'm like, I don't know where the fuck what they got mean? this life-size large ass stoplight. And every time we got too loud, <gasps> they put the red light they on. They would put the red light on. And then we have to be silent yeah. until the green light came back on. Is this Catholic school? Lutheran. Lutheran. Okay, wait. Okay, I've got a similar one, but not exactly, not exactly the same. Ashley, we the same thing happened to us. We there was a year, there was an entire year. I forgot I'm I mean probably second to fourth grade like yeah. somewhere in there where we were apparently having too much fun at lunch i think this was and like they a made us, mandated louisiana thing they made us eat silently we were not allowed to talk during lunch for years we're not allowed to talk during lunch i think that's actually like a crime that's like i truly torture. think that's a crime i remember i remember going to high school from eighth grade and being like and our teachers being like you don't have to ask to go to the bathroom you can just get up and go to the bathroom and i remember being like what <gasps> Oh my God. Like I, the freedom we had Catholic high school, but like there was a lot of freedom. Oh, I had, I mean, we, we like rule. We just rampaged. We both went school. to all girls schools. Jesus Christ. That was, that's why we're fucked that's, up also. Yeah. That's also a huge, huge route for me. But no, I mean, my high school was a dream. I loved my high school, but middle school was tough. I mean like all the rule, I, I couldn't deal well with that structure, but weirdly, I performed really well in school mm -hmm. and I think that I think about like now, like I don't plan to have children and I don't need to worry about schooling them, but I cannot imagine putting my eight year old and being like, yep, you need to sit still in a chair for eight hours a day. Bitch. I couldn't fucking do that. I could do that right now. What, how on earth is it that we expect our children to do that? How do we do how that's a baby? No, if, the thing is, the the reason that I can't have children is because I'd be fucking nuts and homeschooling them. Yeah, you know I would. Uh, I would I come up that. with a batshit curriculum. I really don't like it. <laughs> I would be I would be indoctrinating my children. You really would. It'd be actually concerning. They'd be super smart though. Yeah. Have you read Educated? Yeah. It would be like that, but without the religious parts. I loved Educated. I loved that's a really educated. good book that I think we both would recommend anyone reading. I made Mallory read it. I have since given it to someone else. It's, and Mallory ended up buying her own copy because she loved it so much. I think Kyle needs to read that. It's amazing. Oh, Kyle would really appreciate yeah, that book. He really needs to read that. Uh, I forget the author's name, but she is such an amazing writer. Like, A, it's an incredible memoir because her story is just insane. Fucking nuts. She's homeschooled, but it's more complicated than that. <laughs> I mean... It, like homeschool to Harvard is what I would say. Yeah. Like homeschool to like, but like get out, like I'm getting out. I'm getting Holy out shit. of this place. Fucked up, fucked up, fucked up childhood. Fucked up. Yeah. Fucked oh up. Oh my childhood. God. Yeah. The fact that she survived her childhood is it's, like a miracle. Ugh. Like literally came out of it alive as a miracle. And it's her so writing vivid. is beautiful. It's so vivid. Like you're there. She's a beautiful writer. That was a really painful book actually. Mm. It was a hard, it's a hard one, but it's good. It's kind of like, 
if you have it in you, mm-hmm. you know. Are you reading anything right now? Um, no. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Are you listening to anything right now? Um, no. <laughs> wow. I'm not consuming. You're anything. a creator, not a consumer. I'm just like, and I consume so that I may create. I would like to consume more. I have, um, like, I have so many books in my cart right now, and. I haven't gone to the library in forever because I moved. I used to live much closer to the library and now I haven't like gotten into the routine of going over there. Mm. But I've been, li- I've been listening to like, you know, the pods mm-hmm. to be magnetic podcast. Oh, the Poosh podcast. Ooh, the, uh, Pia Baranchini's podcast, which I know is, you know, some people have feelings about it. I have a love hate relationship with Pia. I hope she knows that. I hope she can sense it. I found this subreddit called Pia Barantini Snark. What? It's really fucked up. People are mean. People are so mean. People are mean. Like, ew. You know, like, like I have some things about Pia that I'm curious about where I'm like, hey, um, I know that Weight Watchers is cutting you a big check, but can you please just tell us PCOS girlies that you're on Ozempic? I'm begging you. And it's See, not a critique. It's that, not a critique. And I don't know. She's absolutely on Ozempic. I would bet. I would literally bet my entire life on it. She's got the Ozempic face, and that's not again no tea, no shade. She's a perfect candidate. She has PCOS. Like she has that's insulin resistance. For. Like she's for. literally like she medically would be prescribed it if she went to her doctor. I don't. I'm not mad about it. I'm just like, please don't keep telling us PCOS girlies that you're just doing Weight Watchers, checking your points, having cocktails. No, you're not. No, you're not. She's in hot yoga every day. You can be in hot yoga every day and you can be eating well. And we all know from the PCS, PCOS girlies right, with insulin right. resistance, you're we just wrong. don't lose weight. You're we just wrong. don't lose weight. That's very real. And she's been doing that stuff for years. And have you ever seen her looking thinner? Out of curiosity. Have you? No, you're you're saying some hard-hitting shit. She's gaunt. I mean, she looks amazing. Sorry, I hate to say it. Like I'm no, not. She looks incredible. The gauntness isn't... I'm not saying that... <laughs> She looks underfed and sick and that's good. But I'm saying like the cheekbones are cheekboning. Honestly, I personally prefer my Pia a little thicker. I like when she's got the, you know, loved her during her pregnancy. <laughs> you love any woman during their pregnancy. God, I love a pregnant woman. You know what I mean? She's like, give me one. Pop <laughs> you one, know what I mean? Pop one of them things out. Let me, <laughs> let, let me, let me do a little. That is so. It's foul. Foul. I'm sorry. <laughs> The things that I had to hear during Joanna Gaines' pregnancy. I I'll I won't do that to Pia, but I, I she we're fans is all we'll say. She, that's a good pod. Oh I'm, yeah. I, can I tell you my favorite podcast? Hmm. It's ours. No, I'm kidding. Um, you said Poosh, but I'm a fan of Poog. Mm-hmm. You know I love Poog. Mm-hmm. I've tried to get Ashley to listen to Poog forever. She won't do it. I can't listen to things while I work because so much of my work is writing. I don't listen to things. I don't listen to it when I work either. Well, I don't know what other time you have in your life <laughs> i don't Ash have like, that time. I, I wake up i work i work i well you you do fun things like you go out I'm and like i stay with, home and listen to podcasts yeah like it's either i'm working or i'm like with people yeah i'm not with people that much yeah like today like today i had quite a long stretch of time where i mean i ended up reading but i would normally listen to a podcast or like if i'm doing chores around the house like if mm. i'm if i'm cleaning i put a pod on never never cleans also <laughs> yeah that makes sense um but i love poog it's uh kate berlant comedian jacqueline novak another comedian they're friends they talk about skincare they talk about um spirulina they talk about uh tracy anderson but they're also talking also about like, like deep shit 
do we need to be doing Tracy Anderson? I think about it all the time. I think I about it ads. all the time. I get the ads every day. I think we need to be doing Tracy Anderson. I've, I've just discovered Pilates. I've just discovered Pilates. I know that's a new thing for you. I've just discovered Pilates and I'm sorry. I've been telling you I know. about the Pilates for years. I know. I know. It really... I used to do reformer yeah. in college and I got into that, but never for real, for real. And I had never done Matt Pilates until very recently. When I got into Melissa Wood Health during COVID, which we know I talk about this time in my life all the time, but it's really just, I've never felt stronger mm -hmm. and all you're doing, it's like very reasonable. Like you kind of do it and you're like, that was really hard, but it was 45 minutes or yeah. like, Oh yeah. And you switch positions. Yeah. So it's like right when you're like, I can't do this anymore. You're like doing it's a different fast. move. It's fast. Which moves. is really, yeah. Like, that's why I like it. Something about Pilates feels a lot like that slow burn of weightlifting yeah. for me. And I don't have access to that right now for many reasons, which shall remain nameless. But um, I won't get into it. But I Pilates has been a fun thing for me. Me and Rachel went literally yesterday. Where? At Spire. Nice. Yeah. And she loved it. Rachel had never done Matt Pilates either. She had only done Reformer. Whoa. And she was really good She's at it, of course. She's mega forming. I don't know the difference between the reformer, reformer and the mega is like, is like the one it's much nicer and there's not you don't like adjust springs and you're oh. not going back and forth i only know about the springs that's mega former that's mega former oh well then what's the reformer reformer is much more relaxed oh you're on your back a lot and you have the little like pulley pulleys things yeah your, on your feet yeah and you're like going around and i think i've done mega former then i didn't even yeah, know that was. was hard as fuck yeah i felt i felt the whole time like i was gonna fall and then bust my teeth and lose all my teeth yeah, it's the worst i but i love pilates god damn it i'm really and i'm actually really good at it yeah you'd be stunned you would not believe this but this body well, does not core. look my core is so strong your core is so strong i have a freakishly strong core yeah because you've been fucking lifting shit forever yeah it turns out when you start lifting hundreds of pounds above your shoulders it really my develops core is the off. core. Like I had such a strong core, and now it's like it's all bitch, in the core. It's all in you're the core. falling. Nothing, nothing matters but the core. Yeah, it's very real. Nothing. Ma I mean, Rened, they they talk about every morning you should be doing something with your core to start your day. Mm, I forgot about that. Don't forget, uh, hit a hit a plank. Hit a plank in the morning. Are you a morning workout person? No, me either. I'm an evening girly. I gotta do it. At my ideal day. I'm working out at noon whoa i can't bisect my day like that i love it i'm trying to figure out okay here's the question do we ever come up with the perfect perfect day flow does it is it attainable is the perfect day attainable yeah i think if i have had weeks where like the perfect day flow mm -hmm. has worked out whoa whoa i don't think i've ever had one many day. many days um the work week was light. Mm -hmm. The schedule of calls is set. Yeah. And it's all kind of in advance. And mm -hmm. so it's like I can work that workout in at noon. No Knowing one's bothering that, me no one, because it's lunchtime. Mm -hmm. So everyone's doing their own thing. Yeah. And like I'll happily eat at my desk. Like the I, lunch workout. I don't. I'm not. I'll eat lunch after and like while I'm working. I will not eat food doing anything else. I will not. I will not eat food in front of the TV. I will not. I will not eat food in the car. Hmm. I hate to eat. I hate. I have. I have to honor the meal, hmm. even if it's like Chick Fil A. I'm sitting down. I think I just giving it my full concentration. That's beautiful. And I've I tried. To. I've tried to eat and like read a book. I've tried to eat, do nothing. One cannot eat and read at the same time. It's hard. I, I'm missing my mouth. 
it's really hard <laughs> but if i'm like sending an email i'll like send the email and then i'll like take a few bites well, you're that multi and that also bitch. will help me eat slower and like chew yeah. my food chew wholly, the food chew which the food. is really important huge that's like a huge part of digestion huge like you better be chewing your food until it's fucking mushy as fuck i mean 20 chews is what my fucking nutritionist said wow 20 that's a lot of chews at that point it's a pulp gross that is gross um i want to say one more thing say it um because we're i think we have to be done soon yeah, don't you're we? right <sighs> you talked about tbm earlier mm-hmm. and i don't really know what that is to be magnetic mm-hmm. you've talked about it a lot but i don't know if i know what it is you've, you've always told me about it and i've just been like mm-hmm, and i don't know <laughs> what you're talking about to be magnetic is also a podcast oh that i listen to okay um and it is a community that sounds disgusting um this person lacey phillips started tbm it was called something else and it was a podcast and it's also a course and the course is basically teaching you um how to it's a lot it's very rened it's like all mm, the things that we've mm-hmm. talked about in the past wellness wellness. wellness but it's like we have the power to manifest we have the power to attract mm-hmm. magnetically and work with our energy to I like attract this. what we want to yeah. come into our lives but it's not the like fake manifestation which is like if we just think good thoughts things are gonna come to us it's like if you're doing the work there's like structure to we it. have to do the work okay so like think like why do relationship patterns keep coming up in your life because you haven't addressed them like you probably are calling that in because it's something that you haven't worked through right 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 so like they have all these different courses that you can you know subscribe to for like 20 bucks sponsor us 20 bucks a month you can like get all their courses Mm -hmm. or whatever for the year and they have all these different things so it's like how to manifest then there's like unblocking money okay unblocking love like boundaries inner child mm. which is like the longest one that they have yeah i need the inner child you inner literally child. go through ev- the inner child you can only do like one of them a week mm-hmm. or every other day because mm-hmm. it's like you literally are picturing from like you exit this is where it gets really woo woo oh, you're like go. literally going into a deep imagining which mm-hmm. is they call them di's oh, and Christ. it's this is starting to sound like nexium i know but it's basically like it's like if you went to a psychotherapist mm-hmm. or to maybe a Ricky healer or okay. an energy healer mm-hmm. and they put on this certain type of music. That's like the frequencies it's like a allow meditation. you to get into a meditative state. Okay. It's like getting you to a meditative state quickly. Okay. So that you can imagine these things mm-hmm. and kind of rewrite them for yourself and Ooh. like address them and maybe things come up and maybe you have to do them multiple times. But the whole point is like, you're imagining yourself from like zero to seven. Like what happened? Oh fuck. What are you rewriting? No, I don't think you need to do this. Actually. It's hard. It's really difficult. It's like very emotional and very difficult work. Like I did it and like, I didn't realize that being bullied when I was younger mm-hmm. affected me so much actually. Aww. Like there was a lot of unhealed yeah. stuff there. And I was like, Oh, okay. Well you do this. Our friend Kelly does this. Um, you've brought it up multiple times. I, we, it came up recently because I was telling you how I, I'm like, am i sensitive mm-hmm. i mean which the answer is yes the answer is yes but i'm also so deeply impacted by literally everyone's itty bitty feelings around me mm-hmm. like and it's not just like oh you feel bad and i feel bad for you it's like you're feeling a bad feeling and now all i'm feeling is your feeling and i don't know how to turn it off right so you said something that they do they have a course for? well this? they have like boundaries and they have like 
the ways to protect your own i think like you know how do you protect your own aura i don't know how to do that that stuff i don't know i do do think benshin also which Mm -hmm. is the other kind of course that i love that's monthly they do a lot of like koreas which is like a fucking north or kundalini (laughs) meditation not korea um it's it's k-r-a so kriya oh just k-r oh yeah okay um it's sanskrit word ah um, but there's a lot of things where you're like you you're breathing and you like have your hands going over your head and you're like clearing your arc. Oh, fuck. It's a lot of shit, dude. I think I've got to clear my arc. You've got to clear your arc. And my arc is feeling very your unclear. Your arc is fucking muddy, dude. I'm, I'm I, I gotta I gotta do that because I I think that when I'm going to the grocery store and I'm overstimulated, it's not because of the lights and the noise and the people. I think it's because I'm the energy i'm literally feeling it and like mallory does not understand this and i've tried to explain it to her and like she's like empathetic but she does not get it and i'm like like i'm like you don't understand like i'm not saying that like i think that you're mad at me it's that i'm literally taking on the emotion that you're feeling right now Mm -hmm. and i like almost can't even access my own emotion because you being in in this space i'm only feeling yours or like it actually comes up because you know our crazy upstairs neighbors when that dude starts screaming and fighting whatever it puts me in such a state that i'm literally like not well and mallory does not get it she's like i just ignore them and i'm like i would love to i am literally feeling rage anger like you feel his feelings yes 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 through the wall through the wall i do think that you need to see a reiki person about this and i also think there's like the arc line shit but in kundalini they talk about all your different kind of like i guess chakras but Mm -hmm. like they're your they're they're called like the bodies or whatever Mm -hmm. and there's one it's like there's your arc line and your aura goes out eight feet all the way around you. Oh, cool. And it's like I nothing to, should penetrate. I don't that. want anything penetrating. Right. And everything's penetrating. So you have to like strengthen your aura. Oh, my God. Is the situation. I've got so many things to do. You've got a to-do list, girl. The fucking to-do list grows daily. Get to it. Okay. Bye. This is some bullshit.